0: It's time now for the complete story with Rich Bot, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich Bot with today's complete story. Friends, uh, you know, every major revival is preceded by a movement of prayer, and we've been talking about that for quite a while here on Bot Radio Network because it's true, and we live in strategic times, and I'm always excited when I hear about movements of prayer that are springing up across the nation because I realize God is laying it on people's hearts to pray. And as we gather together in corporate prayer to pray— Uh, It gives me hope and encouragement that God is indeed going to be sending revival, and we have an exciting uh, event coming up right in the Springfield area that we want to talk about, Springfield, Missouri, southwest Missouri, uh, that God has laid on the heart a pastor all the way from Washington State— to come to springfield to lead a massive prayer rally and i have him with us right here in the studio here for bot radio network the complete story this is pastor greg quinn pastor of the toledo new life church in washington state but you're here in missouri god bless you and tell us about what the lord has laid on your heart pastor greg quinn
1: well thank you rich um I i can't believe that it's been over two years ago that uh, God just gave me this vision of the condition of His church. Uh, it was it was over some some um, uh, kind of news events. Uh, Supreme Court had just enacted um, a new law about same sex marriage. Uh, you know the the issue of of the unborn seemed to be escalating day by day, uh, and um, I was just uh, I was just praying and and considering these things when the Lord uh, just spoke to me. About, about how the condition of his church is such that we have lost our first love. So much of, of the churches of Revelation just came flooding out of what I believe God was speaking to me about, that we, are, we, have, we have lost the, the understanding that, first and foremost, we are called to love the Lord with all of our hearts, minds, and soul, and to love one another. To even, in fact, Jesus said to love our enemies and pray for mm-hmm. them. And we have lost our way. We've and in Jesus spoke to the church in Ephesus when he said, you know, that you have you have um, you have lost the love you had at first. But then the second part of what he said really really seemed to just hit my heart. He said, consider how far you have fallen. And I think that, that just speaks of, and to me, he was saying, that's my church in America today. Mm. They have fallen so far from what, what, what I restored them to at the moment of salvation. And they have picked up an, uh, another, uh, uh, an idol, if you will, another God with a small g, worldliness. And they've been drift, drifting more and more into a worldly view rather than staying connected with the
0: one who has given us life, mm. everlasting Uh, Let's talk about the specifics of this event coming up, and we'll we'll circle back to that in a minute, but this is called Rally to the Cross, and it's a two-day outdoor free event where thousands will gather for prayer, worship, praise, and solemn repentance, personally and as a nation uh, it'll be this friday evening and saturday at hammonds field stadium in springfield missouri and uh, this is just just powerful I, I mentioned to you just before we started recording uh, you know, second chronicles 714 gives us the prescription for a, a national revival doesn't it but it includes what you've said here solemn repentance uh, it says if my people so he's talking to the church which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and will heal and will forgive their sin and will heal their land amen and that's our prayer today isn't it
1: yes it is so yes, often is. so
0: often we we hear people on the on the public platform they'll 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 quote part of Second Chronicles seven fourteen, but they'll they'll kind of skip over that part where it talks about turning from their wicked ways. And he's talking about the church there. He's talking about the Lord's people. Uh, Sometimes the Lord's people have sinned and turned away from the Lord and embraced wicked ways, and we need to repent of that. And that's the only way. Then then God can bring healing to the whole land.
1: That's right, Rich. You know, I, I, I the the, the uh, how how the Lord lays out. His prescription for revival is amazing in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, because you know even if you think about it, even before we can repent, we need to be aware of why, why we need to repent, and I think that's what we where we need the church in America needs to humble themselves, to be transparent about that. Yes, I have drifted from serving the Lord with all of my heart. I have drifted. How, like Jesus said, how, consider how far you have fallen. We have drifted from from him being number one in our lives. Uh, We do it on a Sunday. We do it occasionally. But the focus has been taken off of him. And that humility is got. we've got to come to a point where our hearts are broken and say, Lord, Mm. that is me. And then repentance can naturally flow out of that and all the promises of God. But, you know, the interesting thing is that is a conditional
0: promise of the Lord, if my people... Mm. It starts with the word if. The other passage that you uh, refer to here is Hosea 6, 1 through 3, 1 through 3, and it says, Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days will he revive us, in the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know, if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. Well, well, tell us about that. It's interesting. It says that that he has torn us, and he will bind us up, and, and he has smitten, but he will raise us up. Tell us about that. Well, it's interesting because, you know,
1: really, if you, if you go uh, a little bit before even Second Chronicles 7:14, 14, uh, the Lord is talking to Solomon. And when he's talking to him and he says, when I send you into captivity, when I send the pestilence upon you, and you see the same kind of conditions in Hosea, and I believe what the Lord is speaking of here is when my discipline comes. See, and that's, that's something that no, none of us know. That even through great revival, uh, will God relent of the discipline that that every question, Christi- every Christian talks about and knows that if we don't change, because God loves us and His Word says that I discipline those I love, that discipline's going to come, and both speak of of uh, the Lord is even speaking to Solomon in Second Chronicles about when this happens, then if my people. Who are called by my name the same the same message is being given in Hosea it's the same condition mm-hmm. uh, where he he has already brought discipline upon them he's brought hardship why to get a hold of their hearts again to bring them back to a point of humility and out of humility repentance and out of repentance restoration and that's exactly what Hosea is talking about and um, the theme we see it all through the Old Testament. But then, you know, some folks kind of think, well, maybe that's an Old Testament, you know, situation. But then Jesus starts talking about it again in Matthew chapter 23, 24, about the end times. He starts talking about how the love of most will grow cold. Mm-hmm. And so it, you know, as we all know, the Bible is seamless. You know, the Old Testament, God was showing his, his character, his love, how he responds and how he works within his children's lives and then in the new covenant we have Jesus now you know responding to the same scenario showing the love of God but still understanding that you know what just like you and I we're raising our kids I've got five kids and I know that a lot of times discipline is the only way you're going to get their attention and we see that in the way God works with wickedness, disobedience, when we turn away from Him.
0: Well, it's so easy for us to say, God bless America. But if you really want God to bless America, we need to pray. We need to repent. We need to turn to Him. And that's what this event is all about. There's an amazing lineup of speakers and worship leaders, but the primary purpose is corporate prayer for the body of Christ to get together and pray. Tell us about who some of the speakers and and evangelists and and, uh, worship leaders are.
1: Well, you know, we are just, we are just so um, thankful to the Lord uh, that he has brought us uh, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Uh, he's written some uh, tremendous books, The Harbinger and the, um, oh, the, the other one is the, the Shemati. I think I might be pronouncing that wrong. But anyway, uh, and uh, plus he's, uh, God has just used him as a prophet. Uh, he spoke before the uh, the Congress of the United States and, and uh, challenging them, not mixing words, not coming as a politician, but coming
0: as a prophet of the Lord oh, and he's, essentially saying the same he things. He is so powerful. He's a wonderful author and, and such a powerful speaker. I've heard him yes, speak he on a number of occasions, and each time I've just been convicted and impressed and inspired and... Uh, uh, and excited about what yeah. the Lord is doing, because we really live in strategic times. So it's yes. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, and uh, if, as I recall, he's a he's a uh, what's the right word for it? A completed Jew. He's a messianic yep. Jew. a messianic he's a Messia- Jew. Messianic he,
1: Jew. That's right. He's
0: a Jew that believes in Jesus as the Messiah. Yes. yes. And a wonderful speaker. And uh, uh, what what time does this begin on Friday? This the gates will open each each evening, actually at five o'clock.
1: And the event, and event to me, it just is not the right word that I want to use because an event uh, it has some sort of understanding of that. There's a, a start and a beginning, and everybody goes home.
0: Yeah, it's almost we're, like a show. You know, this well, isn't yeah, a show. This is right. this is a, a right.
1: massive corporate prayer meeting. That's right. And we're we're just believing that it's a movement. It's a radical movement of returning to the Lord. The Holy Spirit breaking open hearts and recognizing that this this incredible, amazing God of love who sent His own Son—it cost His Son everything on the cross—to free us and set us free from bondage—and yet this is how we've we we have forgotten that and, and allowed ourselves to drift away. And to put other
0: things before Him. And this is something good for the whole family too, isn't it? Absolutely, yes, sir, it is. And uh, and churches, I, I hope you've, you're you're doing a great job with churches to bring out their congregations to pray together with people from churches from other, other parts of the city and other parts of the country.
1: Well, I'm thank thank you for bringing that up because one thing we've always wanted to stress is, and I, I just I mean you can understand from even what, what the Lord put in my heart, this is absolutely non-denominational. This is absolutely uh, all cultures, uh, all ethnicities, every person in the body of Christ. We want them to be there with a burden on their heart to cry out to God, to, to, to follow the ground of their heart.
0: Mm. And a a big shout out to Nixa First Assembly, Uh, their worship team is going to be leading in worship, is that right? Oh my goodness, I tell you, you know, um, uh, I have two great directors here in Missouri,
1: Tom Young and J.R. Taylor. Uh, They happen to go to Nixa. this is just another one of those God connections. And, um, you know, we were praying and looking for those who were We wanted worship leaders. We didn't want performers. Mm. Uh, We wanted people that uh, really have a burden for God and for worship and praising his name. And um, so they took me out to their church one Sunday and I got to listen to him. And I tell you, I was I was just touched. And that's what we want. We want we want to worship leaders that recognize and are sensing what the spirit is doing because their desire has got to touch people. The other great performer that we have, uh, worship leader, singer, songwriter, is uh, Jamie Bonafee Rosen, who actually is from the state of Washington. I have a, I have a history with her with, with churches that, that we have been together in. Mm-hmm. And she is a young and upcoming, uh, same kind of uh, powerful sensitivity to the spirit of God, and it comes out in her music, and so I tell you what, those two mm-hmm. um, teams. Uh, her husband actually is a drum a drummer for her, so that's why I call him a team. Yeah. But uh, they are both going to be there both nights. Jonathan Khan, unfortunately, will only be there Friday night. Okay. And uh, he cannot uh, make it. He's got other things. He's flying to the West Coast for other other things. Um, but we will have him Friday night.
0: And that and starts at what what time? That's it, this it, it,
1: Friday. Yes, that's right, this Friday and Saturday. I can't believe it's it's here.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: but it gates open at 5, and the event is
0: 6 to 10 p.m. Okay. both nights. Excellent. I'm planning to be there. I, I, I wouldn't miss this. We've been encouraging our listeners to pray together in yes. daily corporate prayer. Pray for America. And this is not new for America in any either. It goes way back to the founding. And we have a uh, one of those announcements that we've been airing on Bot Radio Network. This one goes back to 1774, I believe, Ken. Let's go ahead and hear that. Friends, this is Rich Bot reminding you to pray for America in daily corporate prayer. In September 1774, the First Continental Congress met in Philadelphia. At the beginning of their first meeting, Thomas Cushing of Massachusetts made a motion that the meeting should be opened in prayer. Despite a small objection due to denominational differences, Congress invited the rector of Christ Church of Philadelphia, Rev. Jacob Duchesne, to offer prayers for the people of America future president john adams was so moved during this time of corporate prayer that he wrote i never saw a greater effect upon an audience it seemed as if heaven had ordained psalm 35 to be read on that morning let's return america to the fundamental christian principles standards and values of our founding fathers Join with thousands of Americans praying every day in corporate prayer for the United States of America. And, of course, we want to encourage everybody in our radio audience to pray for America. These are strategic times where so much is at stake, and I just have the sense that God wants to send revival, and the predicate for that is God's people praying, repenting, and seeking His face. So, uh, Pastor Greg Quinn... Thank you for organizing this in the Springfield area, Hammonds Field, this Friday and Saturday. Uh, it's in the evening, on, on both Friday evening and Saturday evening. Is that correct?
1: Yes, it is. And, yes, uh, um, doors
0: open—I mean, doors, I don't know what—the gates, maybe, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> to the stadium open at 5, and it begins at 6. So, so thank you for uh, pro- providing this forum for God's people to gather. So there you are, pastoring up in Washington State— how did how did it come to be that you thought Missouri and Springfield in particular would be the ideal location? All across the country, why Springfield? Well, Rich, um, you, you said it. You, you just talked about it. Uh, we went
1: to prayer. Uh, we, you know, I had shared with my church what God's uh, the burden He had put on my heart, and that He wanted us to to be that small pebble, that that Gideon. Uh, that that God calls us to so many times and so we went to prayer and uh, we had a week of uh, fasting and prayer and at the end of that week we had from so many different people uh, confirmation that they were it was Missouri and um, so okay Lord now what you know where are we going to have this you know uh, we went to work on, on checking with stadiums from Kansas City to St. Louis to the, you know, the, the pro stadiums. We, we were even looking at um, soccer fields that might have some stadiums. But, but everything, the doors were closed, the timing, the dates, nothing seemed to be able to work. Now, we're fast-forwarding in about a, about a year when I'm saying this. But uh, because we, you know, we did, we, we, we were seeking the Lord. And until we had a word, we would not move to the next step. So uh, we, were, we were getting a little bit frustrated about, you know, Lord, you, we feel like you're telling us to have it in Missouri, but Lord, where? And, and we had another week of fasting and prayer. And on Friday at about noon, I had been calling some, some stadiums in the Springfield area. And uh, the event director for Hammonds Field Stadium called me. And as we began to talk, everything that we needed, he said yes. It was all yes and amen. Mm. The, uh, even the cost of the stadium was about a, a fourth of what we had been looking at. And we just, we just truly believed, Lord, we trust you that you have answered. And so we found the stadium. And that's where we wound up being located in springfield missouri and i tell you since then all the trips i made back all the people i've talked to i can see that god is really stirring the hearts in not only springfield but in missouri Mm -hmm. they're 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 desperate for revival
0: and in that's Kansas right. and in Oklahoma Absolutely. and all over. Yes. You know, we like to think of this area as the heart of America. Yes. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, America has heart trouble. Yeah, and we need right. to turn the hearts of America, uh, hearts of Americans Back to the Lord, Amen. and uh, it's a great place to begin. Hammondsfield Stadium, and you told me earlier that's where the Springfield Cardinals play, and uh, so I'm kind of being a Royals fan, um, I, I have to say the, the Cardinals are great too, and uh, <laughs> so we're looking forward to being there with you at Hammondsfield Stadium, Springfield, Missouri. This Friday and Saturday, doors open at 5, and the event begins at 6. The event is prayer. Lord, uh folks that's what it's all about we're gathering together in corporate prayer uh, after the after the spirit of second chronicles 714 tell us about also another speaker evangelist Matt Hartley
1: oh my goodness Matt Hartley is a is a young evangelist that God has just really used here uh, in the recent um, couple years especially in the West Virginia area uh, that that I know of uh, where he um, he just used Matt to just bring in a, a, an enormous tidal wave of Latter-day rain, and people were, were, were just, it was actually in the high school to begin with, then then the whole town got involved, uh, and uh, people were broken. I mean, you know you know, when the Spirit of God moves and moves in a mighty way, it's exactly what happens. People start getting down on their knees, and in the humility, they're confessing. Uh, you know that they want they want a new heart they want a new way they want to live for God fully and out of that prayer uh, seeking the Lord all of those things we see in God's instruction of second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 and um, he's actually matt is from uh, 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 Georgia Atlanta and um, but uh, he is an exciting an upcoming evangelist that has just got the fire of the Lord. Mm. And it's just going to be exciting to to uh, see how God will use him also.
0: And this is something for all ages, isn't it? Old people, absolutely. young people, uh, children, uh, teenagers, uh, moms yes. and dads. It uh, absolutely is. The entire body of Christ coming together to pray. Now, you have a website, Rally to the Cross, rallytothecross.com rallytothecross.com where you can go for more information. Uh, also, you've, you've got Facebook where you can search on Rally to the Cross on Facebook and find all kinds of uh, information about this. Uh, but the important thing is to, is to be there. Don't just think about it and uh, pass it off, but be there be there to show the Lord, to show your neighbors, to show yes. everybody else that's yes. there that you care about America. You yes. care about the future of our nation. You that's care right. about families in your community and yes. you, you care about God's blessing uh, on our nation and our communities. Amen. My goodness. Well, thank you for, for uh, uh, having the vision to, to uh, lead this. And uh, we have another one of those clips from America's history, because prayer in America, corporate prayer in America, is nothing new. This one dates back to the War of 1812. Friends, this is Rich Bott, reminding you to pray for America in daily corporate prayer. The phrase, in God we trust, is found on our currency and etched in stone on many of our government buildings. Its national origins are from the War of 1812, when Francis Scott Key penned these words in the fourth verse of the Star-Spangled Banner. Then conquer we must, when our cause it is just. And this be our motto, in God is our trust. This inspired Congress to require that In God We Trust be inscribed on all our national coins in 1865. In God We Trust remains our national motto, despite attempts by some in recent years to remove it. Let's return America to the fundamental Christian principles, standards, and values of our founding fathers. Join with thousands of Americans who trust in God, praying every day in corporate prayer for the United States of America. Okay, and Pastor Greg Quinn is our guest on today's Complete Story broadcast, and Pastor Quinn is bringing together this Rally to the Cross, uh, a two-day outdoor prayer meeting. Uh, Let's not call it an event, let's call it a masterful major prayer meeting uh, there in the Springfield area at Hammonds Field Stadium. uh, This Friday night, uh, beginning at 6, doors open at 5, and then again at uh, Saturday evening, uh, begins at six. Doors open at five. And um, oh, Pastor Quinn, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, why? Why now? Why? Why now? Do we need to do this?
1: Well, you know, there, there's um, trying to collect my thoughts because there, <laughs> I have, I have a lot to that answer. Yeah. Uh, first off, first and foremost, uh, we believe the Lord's calling us to it, mm. and that's that's where everything stems from. Uh, but you know that you know the truth is that that if if the church in america doesn't return to the lord through the reviving of their hearts how can we ever expect our nation as a whole to be ever restored yes. you know what what legacy as as a as a father as a christian father what legacy am i going to leave for my children and for my grandchildren you know what? What? What am I going to teach them now, even about coming to such a, an event, a movement as Rally to the Cross? Where is where is my allegiance? Where is my commitment? And I truly believe that these are the things that that, that are seriously um, weak in our nation. And God is is I don't like I said I don't know if he's if he's like giving us one more opportunity to mm. turn. Or we're gonna we are gonna see you know we all know that nine eleven was kind of like a, um, wake a up little call. wake up call yeah.
0: Remember after nine eleven how many people gathered in their churches yeah. for prayer and and uh, that was just a tremendous time of national focus on the Lord and now it's kind of all dissipated hasn't it? That's there? exactly right. That's exactly right. But we need to reach, regain that fervor. And we need to pray as never before because Amen. we are under such tremendous uh, attack. So many things that we've taken for granted are now being stripped away from mm-hmm. from us. And I, I tell folks, um, regardless of what you think of President Trump, I think he's done some wonderful things in terms of his appointments and in terms of propping open the door of religious liberty. And uh, that was beginning to close, but it's open for now. Yes. And it's we shouldn't look to the president to do the work of the church, Amen. but if he's held open the door of religious liberty, it's up to the church to run through that door and do all that we can in the time that we have. Absolutely. And if we can pray, and if we can see another Great Awakening style revival break out across our land, wouldn't that be wonderful?
1: Uh, you know, absolutely. And you know, just just as uh, uh, I believe that God is ready God wants to do it right now, hmm. right now. He's not relenting. He's not folding his arms and saying, well, I'll give him a little this or that. But the, but the message and the promise is right there in 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, and even the challenge of rally to the cross. For Christians who have who have been desensitized, not even sensing an urgency, almost like when Jesus said, just like in the days of Noah mm-hmm. when they were give, giving just into simple things, but they were preoccupied with the ways of the world yeah. marrying and being married and, and those things, nothing wrong with them, but it overcame, what they should have
0: had their focus on. Yes. And that's
1: what we see today.
0: All right. And we're going to pray for good weather. I haven't looked at the advanced forecast, but I imagine you have. How is it looking?
1: You know what? I'm I'm totally trusting the Lord. I, that's that's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know it's going to be probably a little warm. However, I've noticed that uh, it looks like the forecast is dropping down into the 80s, which I understand you in know, Springfield that's going to be better.
0: You know what? Um, you know, uh, Franklin Graham had these prayer rallies in every state capital. I went to the one in Jefferson City, and it was poor pouring down rain, yet the people came. They yes. brought their raincoats, they brought their umbrellas, yes. and they stayed there and prayed, and it was cold and rainy. And I thought, what a tremendous statement for the, uh, uh, the values of the people, the heart, the spirit. They came together to pray regardless of the weather. We're going to pray for good weather, but we're going to pray that everybody comes regardless because yes. this is so important. God bless you, Pastor Greg Quinn. Anything else that you'd like to say, uh, let me just give that uh, website, rallytothecross.com, rallytothecross.com. I want to share just one thing. Uh, Actually, before we got on the air, we were talking
1: a little bit about um, the drought in Missouri, uh, that you guys have been having a a pretty dry summer, and, um, you know, the significance of that. But, you know, that's almost like a a, um, symbolic of the dryness Mm. that we have in our spiritual lives. And I truly believe, just like the farmers are hoping for God to open the heavens for rain for their crops, we're praying for God for spiritual latter-day rain at Rally to the Cross. Yes,
0: and remember when the prophet prayed for rain, and then after a while he began to see a cloud about the size of a man's hand on the horizon? That's right. God sent the answer to those prayers. Amen. So thank you, Pastor Greg Quinn. Let's gather together, folks. Springfield, Missouri, rally to the cross. Let's rally to the cross. Hammonds Field Stadium in Springfield, Missouri, Friday and Saturday evening. Doors open at 5. The prayer meeting begins at 6 p.m. We'll see you then. Thank you, Rich.